Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. I'm Luke Lukert. And appeals courts upheld D.C.'s law allowing easier discipline of police. I'm Michelle Morello. D.C., Maryland, or Virginia, where will a new FBI headquarters go? I'm Matt Small. Sunny and hot for you today. Not too humid, though. Our highs near 90. 6 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Deborah Rodriguez in New York. Two veteran politicians have scored victories in New York and Florida. Former Florida Governor Charlie Crist, who served as a Republican, later became a Democrat, will challenge current Governor Ron DeSantis. Here's Crist. A woman's right to choose on the ballot. Democracy on the ballot. Your rights as minorities are on this ballot. Florida Congresswoman Val Demings will go up against Senator Marco Rubio. And in New York, House Judiciary Chair Jerry Nadler has defeated fellow Democrat Carolyn Maloney to represent a newly redrawn congressional district. He's focused on... Gun violence permeates every corner of our country. And with sea levels rising and temperatures soaring, our future on this planet has never been more at risk. Texas Governor Greg Abbott has signed a disaster declaration for nearly two dozen counties after this week's powerful storms that flooded homes, submerged cars, and killed at least one person. The second worst rainstorm and flooding in Dallas since 1932. Despite that, the National Weather Service says it will only make a small dent in Texas' severe drought. Student loan borrowers are about to get a big break. President Biden is expected to announce a plan to forgive a chunk of debt. CBS's Anne-Marie Green. It includes forgiving up to $10,000 in federal student loans for anyone earning less than $125,000 a year, according to people familiar with the plan. It would also extend the pause on loan payments to January after it went into effect in 2020. This is the first day of public school in Columbus, Ohio, but teachers are walking picket lines. Columbus Dispatch education reporter Sheridan Hendricks says they're striking over salaries and other issues. Smaller class sizes, full-time specials teachers, so art, music, PE at the elementary school level. HVAC has been a huge issue. Um, a lot of the schools in the district don't have working air conditioning or functioning heating systems. This is Ukrainian Independence Day, also marked six months since the start of the war with Russia. President Zelensky urging people to brace for the possibility of new attacks on civilians today as he vows to take back the Crimean Peninsula. A new study finds a soaring number of young adults smoking pot and taking psychedelics. Correspondent Monica Ricks. 43% of people ages 19 to 30 smoked weed last year, compared to just 34% in 2016. Of that same age group, 8% admitted to using LSD, MDMA, and PCP. Alcohol is still the most used substance. Experts blame the pandemic. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance. So you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 603 here on your Wednesday morning, the 24th of August. And summer comes back in a big way today. Sunny, hot, and our highs near 90. I'm Joan Jones. And I'm Bruce Allen. Here are the top local stories we're following for you this hour. 
It took weeks, but today we finally get to know who the Democratic pick for Montgomery County Executive will be. The county's Board of Elections says the recount of that primary will be certified this afternoon. Challenger David Blair gained two more votes yesterday after auditing the remaining mail-in ballots, but he still trails incumbent Mark Elrich by 30 votes. Elrich would face Republican Reardon Sullivan in the general election in November. The county plans to officially certify the results at 4 o'clock this afternoon. Well, days before students head back to class, Montgomery County school leaders are out with a new plan to keep students safe. Montgomery County school leaders spent the summer thinking about safety. School police trained with SWAT teams and the school district hired more security staff. Ken Nelson heads up the security team at Magruder High School in Rockville. We now currently have a front foyer greeter and someone that monitors the cameras throughout the entire school day. Something else? Our police department will have a key fob to get in our buildings. That's Chief of District-Wide Services and Supports Dana Edwards. It's a lesson from the Uvalde school shooting. That was something that came up on the heels of of Uvalde, Texas, and we see that as a key component. Gigi Barnett, WTOP News. Service is back to normal this morning on Metro's Red Line after a violent fight yesterday broke out on a D.C. platform. A Metro spokesperson says a verbal confrontation on a red line platform ended with a stabbing on Tuesday afternoon just before 3.30. Among the two victims, a man sustained serious injuries when he was stabbed in the stomach, according to our partners at NBC4. The attack resulted in delays for riders at the Metro Center station during rush hour, with Metro Transit police surrounding the area as they searched for the suspect. Annalisa Gale, WTOP News. Service is back to normal this morning on Metro's Red Line, and D.C.'s police chief says they can still skip going through the police union to discipline officers thanks to a recent court ruling. A federal appeals court stands behind the Comprehensive Policing and Justice Reform Act passed in 2020. A provision of it removed the police union from the process when it comes to disciplining officers. The union took the law to court, claiming it violated officers' collective bargaining rights. A federal judge disagreed and dismissed the case, so the union appealed. Now a three-judge federal appellate panel has ruled to uphold the legislation. The union may still ask the full appellate court to review the case. Michelle Morello, WTOP News. The FBI's headquarters is moving. Is it moving to Maryland, Virginia, or will it stay in the district? Capitol Hill lawmakers representing Maryland, like Prince George's County, specifically sites in Greenbelt and Landover. But Maryland Senator Ben Cardin says there's a lot of politics over the matter. According to our news partners at Maryland Matters, Cardin says FBI Director Christopher Wray doesn't really want to move, preferring to stay in D.C. Meanwhile, Capitol Hill lawmakers representing Virginia are high on a site in Springfield. However it shakes out, the GSA is expected to ID the location of a new FBI headquarters as soon as next month. Matt Small, WTOP News. A D.C. lawmaker is being accused of misusing campaign funds. Covering Marshall, who ran for D.C. Council, says that at-large council member Alyssa Silverman commissioned a poll that improperly influenced the Ward 3 Democratic primary and now we want the Board of Elections to investigate. In an emailed response to WTOP, Silverman says that paying for polls to help understand voter preferences is standard procedure for politicians. She also tells the Washington Post that the poll was properly listed on her campaign finance reports. Coming up after traffic and weather, how Americans are changing their spending habits to deal with recession fears. 607.
IT's role in delivering a modernized user experience, regardless of location, provides a competitive advantage. Providing a flexible, productive work experience while maintaining security helps attract and retain the best talent. Dell Technologies helps accelerate hybrid work, protects data and devices, and enables intelligent user experiences. Empower employees and IT to do their most productive and rewarding work from anywhere with Dell Technologies. Embrace the future of work at DellTechnologies.com slash federal. That sound? That's flowers putting up a fight. <laughs> 